Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show where we love talking about making dough in the restaurant business and everything that it involves. Uh, today, I'm excited about an interview that I'm about to share with you from Natalia Levy. She is a restaurateur and way more than that, of course. She's a happy restaurateur. She's the co-owner of restaurants such as Speaks Clam Bar, Kojo, and the upcoming Central Park Street uh, Peed Food Hall. She infuses a culture of wellness with a message of positivity in order to successfully increase employee retention, profits, and overall happiness. This conversation that I had with her, uh, it was fantastic. We talked about managing your mind and stress in our industry. And she talked about how she manages her priorities, uh, overseeing you know, multiple locations, multiple concepts, new projects, and new team. And I thoroughly enjoyed, I learned so much from her and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Be sure to connect with her, send her a message on Instagram. If you listen to her, uh, she's incredibly nice and she's a restaurant owner uh, in the trenches, uh, just like you and me. And with that, let's get into the show. It's nice to have another restaurateur in the uh, group. (laughs) I know, I know, we're... We're going for it. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, actually, I saw you join and all that. So I also felt like it would be relevant for me to join because I, yeah. I saw you. So just so you know, I, I do. And uh-huh. I did your um, uh, pitch tank or whatever it was. Uh, and you did. Okay. A great job. So I, I loved it. Wow. So it Thank great. you. Thank uh-huh. you. It was, uh, yeah, it was an adventure for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure of it. Um, are you kind of more, you like more of a behind the scene in terms of in the restaurant, uh, your operations? Because I know you're a chef. You love me more in the back. Is that, or you're kind of front and back or what? what is your passion per se? You know, my, my passion is actually, it's interesting because I just had a conversation with a friend of mine about what passion is versus profession. Mm-hmm. And I, my passion, my true passion is learning, is learning yeah. new things. So uh, I love to cook and, you know, I was trained as a chef professionally, but I really love to learn new things and, and uh, um, find ways to somehow integrate them into the business. So how long you've been in the restaurant uh, world in terms of professionally pursuing, you know, food in the business per se? Great question. And it's a complicated answer. <laughs> Here because I started through the culinary school in New York in 19, um, no, in two, I am sorry. That's all right. Ah. It's been a minute <laughs> since then. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of trauma there. Uh, right after 9-11. Okay. 2001 is when the. Yeah, 2000, September 11, 2001. Uh, so we were in the city and my school was supposed to start right then. Wow. And, uh, uh, yeah, so we had to postpone that and, uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing year. It really gave me, gave me a really good base and foundation. And afterwards I, uh, had an amazing internship with a chef in New York, uh, Laurent Torrendell, and that was really fun. Um, for a month and a half, we actually reconnected, uh, last year in the city after so many years. Wow. And, uh, he remembered me and we sat down and we had a, a great two-hour conversation. That was really cool. Um, and then I had a, um, a second internship and then a job at a um, corporate account. So we did breakfast and lunch for a like a 700-employee law firm. Wow. 
in the city. So that was, that was kind of the beginning. But then a few months into it, I started to get very sick. Um, strange pains and uh, back pain. And I, I have scoliosis to begin with. So it just was not really good for my health. So I left. Left the industry, thought that wasn't sure what was going to happen mm-hmm. with that. And then, but I still, you know, was professionally trained, but also have this desire to cook, like food, cooking and food is my love language. Uh, so yeah. uh, about a decade ago, I uh, was struggling with depression and I uh, was working with my doctor and she had recommended that I remove all the, the main um, allergens. Mm-hmm. And that sort of kick-started my journey back to cooking, but, but back to cooking from the health perspective. And uh, I got all kinds of certified. You know, when I go in something, I go in full force. So I, I got lots of education and got lots of certifications and coach, health coaching and nutrition and all kinds of stuff. So I started working with doctors and their patients and teaching a lot of that, of that culinary nutrition approach. And then... Oh my gosh, about five years ago, we, uh, in a family, um, one of the family members wanted to start a restaurant. So we sort of invested and then, um, due to health reasons, that person had to step away. And then I had to sort of come in full time, um, and, uh, do all kinds of things though. From, you know, from coming up with recipes and specials to PR to management. Yeah. So that that's, it's been a journey for sure. And, and, and it sounds so fun because it's one of the things I wanted to ask you um, was how you cast a vision for your career in the restaurant, you know, in terms of as a restaurant owner. And it's very fascinating because when you joined, you know, and, and we're talking 22 years ago, more or less, well, or 21 years ago in 2001, you had a vision of what you wanted to do in the food industry and different things happen in your life. And then, so that vision, you know, kept changing here and there. And I think some, you know, and, and it, it ended up being what it is now, which is fascinating and exciting. And you have, um, and I guess you guys are expanding relatively fast, which I understand it's very challenging for many different reasons. So how would you say about, you know, when somebody is trying to cast a vision for their operations, it, they may have one location, they may have five location. It doesn't matter. We're looking ahead in the next year. We're looking ahead in the next decade, a lot of unknowns. How do you go about kind of clarifying your own vision uh, in our industry? Mm, that is such a great question because my vision has been changing and evolving. And, and it's almost like I feel that there's a bit of a guidance from the universe, <laughs> so to speak. I don't know how else to describe it because I'm being called to do all of these things mm-hmm. and then I just show up. Um, but from the very practical standpoint, it's really important to understand your numbers. And it's really to understand what you can and can't afford from the, from the basic business standpoint. Um, and then from that, because some, you know, there's always in, especially in, in this country, there's always this, sort of this drive for growth, you know, but growth comes with, with a lot of sacrifices, a lot of sacrifices. I'm at the point, my daughter just started college and she's my only child. So just my husband and I, so we are able to devote a lot of time to, mm-hmm. to working, frankly, and, and work long hours. And, and so I think that 
to understand what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to afford would be important factors. And then, and then, you know, can you connect all of that to your dreams? And do you want to, and how, how, how hard, how far do you want to go? Because for some, for somebody to have one store and have that work-life balance is fine. Yeah. You know, it's different for each person. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I understand what you said. And ultimately what you were also saying is, you know, you can have that vision, and but the timeline can be different based on mm-hmm. obviously, you know, our personal lives, you know, we have young kids and, you know, you have to consider that you can still, I guess, be passionate about a vision you have. Maybe the timeline is different. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are some bumps here and there. Maybe there's a COVID or something and it delays the plans, <laughs> it, you know, all of that. But um, also it's really difficult uh, for you know, as a business owner or a restaurant owner, your role changes in the business. And I find that that my role is constantly changing. So I used to do a lot more marketing. Now I need to be a little bit more involved with our staff. So even, you know, I wanted to hear your thoughts throughout years, even in the last five, five years, if we were to focus on that, how has your role changed and how have you tried to pivot? Because you constantly, as soon as you get settled, okay, this is what I do, then you have to do something different within the business. So how has your role evolved as you know, in the last five years? Yeah, this is a really great point about our roles constantly evolving. Uh, So I still do, I love, um, I love marketing. And I love to study marketing and, and uh, to really understand it, because I think that for me, that was my role when, when I first came in is, is to really help grow the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I set up social media accounts, I set up a newsletter list and all of that stuff, because I had to do all of this online business entrepreneurial stuff for my culinary wellness education company. So coming in, I already knew a lot of that, uh, a lot of the strategies. So that was that was fairly easy. So I still do that and, and I have somebody help, but we have, you know, systems in place. So that's, that's going with, that's an important piece. Um, I do, um, God, what don't I do? I do food photography <laughs> for, the, for us. So that, that's just something that I really enjoy doing. Um, and, uh, whenever I can, I jump on that, doing that, uh, I, uh, not as much now in the kitchen, um, even though right now we are getting ready to open a New York style deli and it will be utilizing a lot of our family recipes. So, uh, European heritage, Eastern European. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it was, it was really cool to be in the kitchen with my culinary team and train them and figure out how to convert a lot of those recipes, you know, cause I'll, yeah. Our uh, grandmothers, the way that they cooked was just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. using that, regular measuring, you know, lo- you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's all. The- <laughs> yeah, so then it was like, how do we convert those recipes into commercial mm-hmm. kitchen preparation? So my team was like, follow me around, and, you know, writing things down and this, you uh, know, so they're like, oh, okay. So, so take from your hand and put them to the teaspoon you know so we we had so much fun with that um so yeah there's a lot of roles I feel um I do some trainings wellness trainings for the team um I have a huge passion and background obviously in, in wellness so I um I send uh during COVID we actually started an uh 
a, a quite serious mindfulness initiative. So I started writing a Mindful Monday Minute. And then at some point, I actually opened it up to everybody in the industry. So we're already 75 emails in with that. And it's just like mindful reminders of of stay sane in this, in this crazy industry that we're in. And it's also my way, my personal way of communicating certain things with the team. Um, so there's that. We are um, we're growing and expanding as a company. So it's just like overseeing all of that. Um, doing a lot of tastings. I, I get to eat a lot of food and kind of decide if, you know, what, what makes it to the menu or what doesn't. But we, we need to make any any tweaks. So it's a, it's quite a delicious job. Very delicious. Oh, I get job. that. Oh, it's just a lot of fun. It is uh, for sure has is a lot of fun. And also it's good when you involve the guests that are around and like when we're having a little bit of a tasting different stuff and we're like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, you know, we get the customers to come in and they didn't expect yeah. they just feel very mm -hmm. special. And so um, that is a lot of fun for sure. And I re uh, really um, appreciate your outlook, the way you were talking about it, because, you know, for we know it's very difficult. A restaurant is, is hard. You have multiple being involved with multiple location. Mm -hmm. And one thing is, you know, we have six restaurants, but they're all the same menu. It's, uh, we have yeah. pizzerias versus doing different concepts. It mm -hmm. is very difficult. So y'all have multiple concepts. Is that correct? And you're adding new concepts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have six. So, you know, kind of like you're bouncing between the locations. So we have right now, we have two concepts. One concept has one location and another concept has two locations. Mm -hmm. um, but we are opening, we're in the middle of build out, finalizing menus and all of that stuff. Uh, two more concepts, but they're all going to be connected to one of the locations. So it's sort of like the, the retail section of a parking garage. So three locations are going to be ne right next door to each other. So that's going to be easier from the uh, the visiting them and, and mm -hmm. the kitchens are there. And then the team is going to be cross-trained, a lot of the team. Um, so, yeah, so to, uh, so the first concept that we opened is called Speaks Clam Bar. And it's sort of the nod uh, to the way that um, my husband grew up in Long Island and he would go to these clam bars and he really loved them. Wow. And uh, yeah, so there was, we, we make pasta fresh in house. We make three different sauces for uh, marinara, sweet, medium, and hot. There's fresh seafood, and the vibe is uh, end of prohibition. So actually, December fifth, <laughs> every year we do like this huge party for our guests, where we get a photo booth and a band, and, and everybody gets dressed up in their in their fun outfits. So we we it's a very playful brand, and then. Last year, uh, we opened a sort of this modern Asian um, concept. It's called Kojo. And that was a compilation of all of my favorite things that I have ever eaten in Asian restaurants. Wow. And we, br we brought in culinary team and they really did a fantastic job of paring things down and then creating um, really the best versions of the recipes that we have tried. So that one is... Um, We've been named um, Best New Restaurant in Sarasota. So that, that was exciting. Um, we have a lot of, uh, just so grateful. We have a lot of great, um, wonderful guests and the team is just incredible. I, I, I'm, I cannot stop gushing about the team that I have. I'm so lucky with them. And then, so for 
uh, January and February, we have slated, we do an um, Barhana by Kojo. So it's like Kojo's tropical little sister. Mm-hmm. So it's a smaller menu and really fun tiki kind of style drinks. And then, as I mentioned, we're working on a deli. So that's going to be probably we're looking at February, March of 2023. And we are also under construction for about a 30,000 square foot food hall in St. Petersburg, Florida. And that's going to have uh, 11 different concepts spread across five different levels. That sounds a blast. I want to ask you, how do you prioritize, at least in your mind, how you prioritize, is it that you have somebody who oversees all of those? So you're able to kind of be more of a visionary because these are a lot of different things to be involved in each of these projects. Um, I would love to hear how you prioritize in your mind what to focus on, what not to focus on um, to see this through. Hmm. So we have, like I had mentioned, we have a phenomenal team and there's a lot of clarity in what everybody does. Um, so my husband is my business partner and he deals a lot with construction mm-hmm. um, side of, of the projects, but also with automation because he, um, we are a part of the development of a new point of sale system. And we're already integrated wow. in one of our restaurants. As you know, point of sale is like a big pain point for a lot of restaurant owners. So we were totally a different um, industry per se, because then you're talking software and that's just really different. It's fascinating that y'all are able to, that takes courage and boldness Mm -hmm. to do different things. Usually people don't have the courage. So we're talking software. Fantastic. So we have a wood shop that builds, uh, that builds a lot of our (laughs) stuff and booths and, and um, uh, interior details. Mm -hmm. Um, you can tell we're we're very entrepreneurial. Um, and then with with prioritizing, I sort of know. So we have operations meeting once a week, and we have the director of operations, we have a culinary director, and we have a beverage director. So everybody un- really understands the, the the roles that they play. And for me, it's it's uh, it's really. It's, it's a very collaborative process of, of creating all of those brands. You know, it's really understanding the market. It's understanding our talents, you know, and then what each person brings. I don't know everything, but I have people on the team that are so knowledgeable and they have been in the, in the industry for a lot longer than, than I have been too. So I think it's, it's, I have so much trust in the people that I work with and then we make decisions together. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. You, you can't, otherwise you can't do all the things mm-hmm. you want to do. So uh, mm-hmm. and you have to be a leader, being able to work with different people, different skill mm-hmm. sets, different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it, it it's big. So that's uh, mm-hmm. pretty powerful. I wanted to ask you, I'm sure you do have some um, practices or best practices that you do. We're talking about wellness mentally especially and physically of course but particularly mentally because this industry is just very stressful and when you're taking on a new project so you're saying for example this huge you know 30,000 square foot building so it can be stressful what if it works what if it doesn't work what if this what if that what if the permits don't come through all the things that could go wrong and one could get very stressed 
Um, obviously, if you're not getting much sleep and there are long hours of work, I would love to hear like three top tips you have for somebody in the restaurant business that uh, would be a good habit and a practice to have for their mental well-being uh, going through, you know, working this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we had just talked about prioritizing things, and that's and that's really important. It's it's understanding what uh, the timelines are on everything, and uh, and really have a lot of clarity, right? So the more clarity you have, and the more the better communication that you have with your team, that's that that solves everything, and the ability to make decisions quick, right? So that that would be probably like that that sort of mental organization would be would be the, the first tip. Um, the second tip is um, I talk about mindfulness a lot. Mindfulness is one of our core values in the company and that is ability of being present without judgment. So just practicing that every day. Um, I've I have been working with a, a hotel um, as a as a client. They actually hired me to help them implement their own employee mindfulness program. So in in um, it was interesting because we were just doing the thing in our restaurants and and to help somebody integrate that system into their organization has really helped me to see how much value it is in, in mm-hmm. doing what we do. Um, I believe in having um, sort of bookends for your day. So I start the day with either there's like a menu for the start of the day, whether it's a positive intention or an affirmation or just taking a few deep breaths, right? So it's not that I wake up and and just go on my phone or just jump into something. It's always very intentional in how I start the day. Uh, And then how I end the day is also very intentional. It's either thinking about what good things that that have happened, gratitude, or, or if I need to, just like take that time with myself to be really kind to myself and be very gentle with myself and be very forgiving with myself and non-judgmental because I feel like a lot of us before we, 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 we just sort of function on autopilot because our, our industry is so fast paced. So I think that recognizing um, those moments throughout the day and tuning in with how you feel is so, so important. Right. Um, if you can uh, take time to meditate, that is such such great tool. And then uh, probably eating well and movement. Um, I know the job can be very uh, very um, very physical, but to find the right movement that would work for you. And I find that the older that I get, the more I'm I'm kind of starting to get into yoga. So I found this app uh, that is 10 minutes of yoga a day. And I've been really enjoying that because um, the older we get, the, the more important it is to keep flexibility in our joints. And, and then just eating well is what really sustains uh, energy. And I've never had a cup of coffee in my life, actually. I'm allergic wow. to coffee. I've never had coffee. And I have lots of lots of energy just throughout the day through, you know, through eating well and movement and mindset and a lot of those those things. So um, I hope that those are oh, helpful yeah. three tips. Do you want me to run them up? Just kind of have clarity. The first one is to have mental organization. Second one is integrate mindfulness. And the third one is um, 
find ways to implement movement, some sort of exercise and healthy eating. Um, I think the that's just so powerful. I think a lot of folks in the, the restaurant industry don't eat very well. We a lot of folks go get home. It's like eleven or midnight, yeah. and you probably forgot to have lunch and dinner, and then you eat very late. You go to bed very late, and I think if you want to run this race for a long time, uh, and it's a marathon, you can't run it like a sprint. You just you know get burnt out. And I think these topics are not talked uh, as much enough. I mean, in our industry. So I'm just uh, really excited uh, and grateful to hear you talk about it. And just uh, gives me, I, because it's not just the owners or the managers. We hire people mm-hmm. and that are young people who are not very good at managing their mind. And they've not been in, in a stressful situation before in, in a restaurant rush per se. And maybe we've been, but those individuals, they quit because it's just too stressful for them. And so it's important for us as owners or managers to be mindful of not only our own, you know, how we manage our stress or of the day and how we react to, you know, a bad review here and there, what have you, but also the experience that our team is having, especially the ones that this is brand new. They've not been in such a stressful environment uh, that we need to lead them as well and anticipate a rush and how they're going to manage their mind mm-hmm. through it, trying to be positive. Hey guys, we got this, whatever, though things are crashing and burning and there's fire, you still have to be positive, especially as a leader in the kitchen. And that's hard. You, you know how it is. It, it is very hard. And yet it is a lot of fun. You know that too. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we're at. Okay. Well, fantastic. That, I mean, we could talk about all this for a long mm-hmm. time. This is just so fun. Um, and Natalia, if somebody was to kind of learn more about what you do, I also know that you have a bunch of eBooks and different things as well. Um, just let us know. And I'll have all the links down below the episode as well. Well, first of all, thank you for um, chatting with me. This uh, such, such great topics to, to address for, for so many people. Um, just uh, powerful stuff. So thank you for, oh, for doing what you do. Uh, and and really spreading spreading all of this great uh, information and advice. So thank you. <laughs> um, uh, for me, very easy. It's natalialevy.com is my personal website. There's a lot of stuff on um, healthy classes and my book and all of this other stuff. Uh, and the hospitality company is hi, H-I, highhospitalitygroup.com. Wonderful. And uh, I'll, I'll check in with you when we're in Tampa to see if... We can connect at at one of your restaurants. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, wonderful.